Hello there, friend. Are we ever more energized and happy than when a new adventure begins? I feel like we need to be consistently asking ourselves this question in life, in our work, in every domain of life. Here's the question. What's about to happen? You see, my friend, we are coded to arrive at new spaces and places as we journey in life. This is Brian Del Turco, and you're listening to Jesus Smart, the podcast, episode number 57. The conviction that we carry is that Jesus knows how life works best in the now. The future belongs to him. And here's the great news. It's starting to show up in the present. We're launching a brand new mini-sode series, Questing with God. A mini-sode is just simply a short podcast episode, maybe seven, eight, 12 minutes long. Questing with God. It's looking at the life and calling of Abraham. Abraham is a touchstone for us. He's sort of the original pattern of faith. In a real sense, in Christ, we are descendants of Abraham. So here's a question. What's possible in your world as we consider the lifestyle and calling of Abraham in this Questing with God series. I'm glad you're with me on this series, and we need to consider that the adventure begins, sort of be like Abraham, the beginning of adventure. And I ask that question again, are we ever more happy and energized and animated that when a new adventure begins, maybe it's a vacation, maybe it's a new new job, a a new home, a new career, a new place, something new, the adventure begins. We can actually trace the English word adventure back through the French to the Latin preceding that. And the root meaning is, quote, about to happen. Something is about to happen. And even deeper, the root meaning means to arrive. Again, we need to consistently ask ourselves and think about this question, what's about to happen? I just want to say that we're designed, we're shaped to arrive at new spaces and places as we journey in life, especially, especially my friend, as we engage what we could call the ultimate adventure. And that's why we're looking at Abraham, our personal narrative plugged into or fitted into the greater narrative, the God story that's happening in history. it's deep within us as as a human being to want to live powerfully and questing. Questing is power for living. Abraham quested after God and the story of God. I mean, it's amazing. God reached down into a pagan culture, Ur of the Chaldeans, and selected this man. I think their dominant God they worshiped there was the moon God. And reach down and begin to reveal himself to Abraham and begin to call him forth into a new a new story. Abraham began to quest with God. He went out. Hebrews 11:8 says that Abraham went out to a new place in life that he would receive as an inheritance. Hebrews 11:10 says he was looking for the city which has foundations whose architect and builder is God. I love that. Are we looking in life over the arc of our life and into the new heavens and the new earth? Are we looking for the architecture of God? God, what what are you up to? 
What is your activity? What do you want me to do right now in life? Where do you want me to be? Who do you want me to be with? Who do you want me to work with? Abraham was looking for the architecture and the building that God was up to. Questing is to search. It's to seek out and pursue. It's like we give chase. We set one's course. We set our course on a venture, a mission, some enterprise, a journey. We go after a high endeavor. And what's so promising for us as Christ followers is that Abraham is our original pattern of faith. Abraham and his wife, Sarah, are prototypes of the faith person. And there's a real sense in which all of this now is fulfilled and complete in Christ. And in Christ, we are the seed, if you will, the descendants of Abraham. Our pastor said something once in a sermon, and it's never left me. I love it, that we can reach back into the Old Testament, these personalities, these characters, and these stories, these narratives in the Old Testament, and we can reach back for precedent. Yes, it's fulfilled now completely in Christ, but we can see great texture and richness into how God deals with us, even in Christ. We can bring the precedent right into the now. Here's what Isaiah said in Isaiah chapter 51, verses 1 and 2. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness, you who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn and the quarry from which you were dug. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah who bore you. For he was but one when I called him, that I might bless him and multiply him. There's this sense in which we need to look back to Abraham for precedent. And here's an insight. In Christ, the Abraham precedent, if we could call it that, the Abrahamic precedent, okay, it's not only experienced in Christ, it's completely fulfilled and rises to new heights, new levels. Paul wrote in Galatians chapter 3, verses 14, and then again in verse 29 in the New American Standard now, in order that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles. Well, if you're not a Jew, that's you and me, friend. So that we could receive, we would receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And then in verse 29, if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's descendants, heirs according to promise. So we're introducing this series, Questing with God, with this first mini-sode, and let's conclude by talking about benchmarking with Abraham. The adventure begins now, benchmarking with Abraham. You know, in the business world, in academics, health and wellness, leadership, there's this concept called benchmarking, you have probably have heard of it, where we can level up, we can lose our bearings and get stuck if we don't benchmark with others. A benchmark is like a, it's sort of like a standard of excellence and achievement. We can draw vision from it and inspiration. A benchmark is, is a fixed point of reference. And what we can do is we can measure and test ourselves against the benchmark. So what can we discover from Abraham's experience? It all elevates to new heights in Christ. Again, as our pastor had preached, we can reach back into the Old Testament for precedent, but, it, but it's elevated to a higher level, a fulfilled level in Christ. Well, number one, 
we too are called out of an alienated from God environment, a pagan environment, just as Abraham was. And we each have a land, a quote unquote landedness in life that we are promised. We're called to possess something. You're called to possess it progressively. The adventure begins and we fit into his greater story. Number two, Abraham and Sarah were transformed during their odyssey of faith. You see, friend, the creator is not just transacting with us. He's transforming us. And what he wants to do and what he wants to bring us into and the activity that he wants us to engage in life, we could think of that as transactional, but the transaction flows from the place of transformation. I would encourage you to read Romans 4, 18 to 22 for more on that. Number three, another benchmark point. Abraham created altars at points of transition and fresh direction. I mean, he would actually collect these large stones and create an altar, an Old Testament altar, and there it would be a place of consecrated worship, prayer, maybe sacrifice. It's the principle of the altar at points. These would happen at critical points of transition and fresh direction in his life. And now we too, you see, we too, as a new covenant believer in Christ, we can create times of consecrated worship. Maybe you're in a challenging season. Maybe I am. Maybe I need to create an altar, an extra level, an extra time and of consecrated worship and calling upon God during my own season of transition. You see the priority of the altar. The altar principle is powerful. I mean, Christ is our all-sufficient sacrifice, but this doesn't mean that the principle of the altar consecrated times before God calling upon him are not important as a Christ follower. And benchmark number four, my friend, I don't know what you're going through or what you're dealing with, what your circumstances are saying to you, but there is a superior reality. You see, the superior reality that was promised by God to Abraham eventually trumped the lower reality of his condition. You know, it says in the scriptures that he considered his own body. He was now as about as good as dead, it says, since he was about 100 years old. And he also considered uh, Romans 4, the deadness of Sarah's womb. But he came to a place where he became fully assured that what God had promised, God was able to perform, and it manifested. God rejuvenated their bodies. He reanimated their entire being and their relationship, and Isaac was born. The principle, what is the principle? The kingdom dynamic is that, listen, there is a reality, but there's something that's really real, a superior reality which trumps through faith, comes down and transcends and takes over, transforms us and lifts us out of what we thought was real into a superior reality. This is how we can benchmark with Abraham and Sarah. And now I think number five, and this is it, number five benchmark point, Abraham and Sarah were world changers and history makers. God promised to Abraham that I will make you the father of many nations great blessing is going to flow through you and your descendants. In fact, the Messiah, Christ himself, would come through the line of Abraham. But I just want to encourage you that in Christ, that same DNA is in us. We are world changers in Christ. 
we have greater potential to elevate into higher levels of changing the world. And, and let's understand that changing the world begins with the world of our interior life, the world of our personal life, and it flows out from there. We don't need to have grandiose visions of, oh, I'm going to change the continent of Africa. Start with your interior life, you know, let it flow out into your personal world as it is right now. Let it begin to fill up your circle of influence that you currently have. That, that can begin to grow and expand like a balloon with more air in it as you prove yourself faithful. And as I do, this is how we change the world, whatever sphere, whatever extent God has called us to, whatever dimension he's called us to in our lifetime. That's the dimension that we need to be a world changer in and a history maker. So taking all of these together, have you thought about the experience of Abraham as a benchmark, as a model or a template that we can use to now optimize our kingdom potential in Christ? I want you to potentialize in Christ. I personally want to potentialize in Christ. So Abraham is a touchstone for us. He is the original, original pattern of faith, if you will. We can look to him. Isaiah tells us to look to him. It's all complete now in Christ, yes, but we can reach back for precedent and we can bring so much richness and revelation and understanding into our Christ experience now because we are the seed of Abraham in Christ. This is just now the first episode in this brand new mini-sode series, Questing with God, looking at Abraham and Sarah. What kingdom patterns and precedent can we tease out and apply to our lives now in Christ? I think the potential is just amazing. I think the lid is off if we'll become intentional and really pursue these things in the Lord. I would encourage you to go to the show notes page for this episode. You can begin to see some of the other topics that are coming up in this mini-sode series. And there's also a dedicated page on the website just for this series. It'll be every week. I think every Thursday, this mini-sode will be coming out moving forward over these next several weeks. Thanks, friend, for rating, reviewing, and following the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and other major listening options. It helps others discover that content to see if it's a good fit for them. Plus, of course, when you subscribe, it keeps you connected. Great things are on the way. If you want to learn and get ahead faster, consider the Facebook group. It's a free online group. Just go to Facebook and search for Jesus Smart. It should pull it right up to the top. And there's links there to resources. You can submit questions. Uh, There's always something there to, to, I think, add some value into your life if you want to get smart in the Lord. Begin to apply and act on what you're learning. This helps us to get ahead faster and to learn more deeply. And another great thing we can do is begin to teach, which simply means to share. You can really lock it into your understanding as you begin to share what you're learning with others. It's actually a good idea in life to share and teach everything we know and everything we're discovering as we develop a real heart knowledge with the King, Jesus Christ. We love it when you leave a review on iTunes with your biggest takeaway for an episode or just a general review. Also, posting and sharing about the podcast on social media is a great help. Visit JesusSmart.com to see the show notes page for this specific episode. You can leave thoughts and questions there, comments, and you're going to find there some additional resources to dive deeper with this theme today of soul care. Plus, you can sign up to receive a free weekly email for next level ideas and practice to advance as a Christ follower. As always, with Jesus, our horizon is brilliant. Find your storyline in the royal narrative. Make it a smart week. All the best until next time.